Hello, Ryan here, and you're listening to the podcast version of the show Fast Lane, which is broadcast four to six every Monday with me, Ryan Jones, and Sean Collins on Cork City Community Radio. And it's been a bit of a while since I've done a podcast. Obviously, it hasn't it haven't uploaded podcast in a month, and there's been a various few reasons uh, we'll go into before I start. The first reason was, as you know, we did the best of show because me and Sean were both unable to do the podcast. The following week after that, we had a bank holiday so the station decided to do pre-records for that bank holiday so we didn't do a live show just sent in a pre uh, an already existing pre-record the week after that again me and sean couldn't do the show live so we then played another pre-record and last week which was the 21st of august i actually went in to go and do the show but unfortunately there's been a tech issue at the radio station which means i weren't able to get the recording so this is the first podcast that I can give you in a month. And I'm sorry about that. And hopefully we're going to get last week's podcast very soon, as soon as they fix the tech issue at the station. But what a show we had this week for you. So I say we. Um, I, Sean wasn't there this week, so I decided to present the show by myself. And it's a bit more music-based. There's a lot more music, a lot more shorter links, me sort of talking to myself. Uh, but this week I spoke to Laboom, who is a local upcoming artist about his music career that's been spanning for 20 years. I spoke to um, the brand new committee of Cork Macra for their monthly macro section. I also spoke about times that you put your foot in it, you know, times where you said something that's so awkward or you said something that's so bad and awkward you wanted the ground swallow you up also we spoke about 2000s nostalgia now if you're enjoying this episode and want like to listen to us live you can do this by tuning to cork city community radio via their website and press the listen live button four to six every monday or you can listen to the podcast version here and like always all music has been edited out due to copyright plus any station announcers the mean sean don't own so please enjoy this week's episode of fast lane with me ryan jones Driving down the bypass to have a laugh, it's Fast Lane with Ryan Jones and Sean Collins. Yes, it's that time of the week. It's Monday, the 28th of August. You're listening to Cork Beauty. City Radio, I forgot the word name of the station then, Cork City Community Radio, it's four o'clock, you're joined by me, Ryan Jones, and that means one thing only, it is Fast Lane. Yes, it's that time of the week again, we are going to play a lot of new music, plus also have a bit of fun, and a little bit of 2000 nostalgia, we're saying that we're going to be covering a lot in this show, because... There was a recent survey that said that actually it was done by Cork Red FM that people say the year 2000 is one of now the most nostalgic years. Yes, now let me know what you think about that on 085-124-1616. It's 085-124-1616. Get them texts in because we'll be talking about that in the second hour. But of course, first, like always, we have the first hour, four till five. And we'll be covering so much because this is a week... As I said, of new music, we have so many brand new singles released. We have Miley Cyrus, we have Selena Gomez, we have Demi Lovato's gonna be releasing new music, and we have also Ariana Grande. Honestly, 15 year old me right now is screaming. 
that is a great amount of people have released new music and fair play from my childhood to now as someone who's nearing their 30s has kept going but i want to talk about one thing first before we crack on with the show and that was um and i listen i don't like to start negatively on a show but last week when i finished my show here at cork city community radio i walked out the studio uh, and I walked towards the Lidl, which is near our studio, and I walked behind a dog that, I'll have to be honest with you, I don't want to be mean, was the smelliest dog I've ever walked behind or have ever known. I was 20 feet behind this dog, and now there was some wind coming towards me, but the smell of wet dog just hit me. So if you do have a dog and you're walking around half six around Cork City Community Radio's studio towards Lidl and you had a dog and you think the dog hums a bit, it does. Please sort that out. But anyway, it's now time to get into the music. And like always on Cork City Community Radio, as I said, we're going to have some brand new singles playing from Miley Cyrus, Cena Gomez. But first, we're going to do the countdown of the Irish charts we do every week in the first hour. And we're going to start with number three, which is a brand new song that actually we haven't played before. And this is called Paint the Town by, I hope I get this right, Doja Cat. And this is number three in the Irish charts. It's currently... It is currently nine past four. Stay tuned to Cork City Community Radio with me, Ryan Jones. But first, number three in the Irish charts, Paint the Town Red, Doja Cats. Yeah. Driving down the bypass to have a laugh, it's Fast Lane with Ryan Jones and Sean Collins. Ghost there by Eva Max. May we'll be talking to her later on. Who knows? This song has been stuck in my head for last week now. And there we go. And I'm glad we could have played that out for Ava Max there, who our weekly Ava Max song. And who knows? We might be talking to her later on. Who knows? Anyway, I want to talk about a couple of things first before we go back into the music. So this week has been the anniversary. Well, not this week, this month. It's been an anniversary for what I would say a very viral Irish moment. Now, obviously, in, in the second half of the show, we'll be doing viral news. But this is viral news from two years ago. And you might remember this. And I do love every time I'm on the radio just to play it because it is generally, it does make me laugh. So this is from, now you'll know it as soon as, you, as, soon as I play it. It's a viral moment. I'll just play it out now for you. You're very well back now. Oliver James O'Reilly was just five years old when he and his ten siblings, ten siblings, sadly lost their mum. Oh yes, that was from morning. That was from an Irish, an Irish magazine style show. I believe Morning AM by Tommy Bowen. Yes, so he, let's just say, put his foot in it, and it made me sort of think about this about times that we put our foot in it. Because I feel as people, we do that a lot. Like I am the most guilty culprit ever. Like for putting my foot in it all the time. Like I'll give you a good example. Of this um, last year. Uh, I, the hotel I work in, they were redecorating all their rooms and they do like little personal touches to some of the rooms. And one of the rooms they recently redecorated, I went in for the first time 
and it had a jungle theme. So they had jungle wallpaper and, you know, like jungle decorations. And it was a jungle theme room, right? And I thought it looked awful. I thought it looked tacky. It looked horrible. I was like, oh, this is horrible. So I went straight down to my manageress and I said to her, have you seen the new, have you seen 326, that room? She goes, oh, yeah, yeah, the jungle theme. I said, it's so tacky. Who would have a jungle theme room? Like, it's not I'm a celebrity. We're not doing I'm a This is my hotel room. Get me out of here. Why would you have that jungle theme room? It's so tacky. And at that point, she then said to me, she goes, Oh, um, my my son's room is decorating jungle theme, and I actually recommended the wallpaper to the hotel. So yeah, that was a oh swallow me up. What a horrible moment. So it made me think like, what are the times this happened to you? When did you have a moment where you wanted the ground to swallow you up when you said something and you just thought, oh no, we shouldn't say that. Oh, this is awkward. Let me know. You can text me on 085-124-1616. That's 085-124-1616. And I'll breathe them throughout the show. I have also asked this on Instagram. So you can contact me on RyanJ30 on Instagram or you can or you can uh, message Cork City Community Radio on Facebook and Instagram and I'm sure the messages will get back to me. We'll get, they, will get, they will get back to me. Now, anyway, let's talk about... I've been teasing it a little bit, and I think it's time to start it. I've been talking about brand new music this week. Um, many new artists have released music. I mentioned it last week, uh, This on fr last Friday, same day as Leaving Cert results. D did you do why you're leaving certs? Let me know. But to celebrate, Mighty Cyrus and Selena Gomez released brand new singles. And we're going to listen to one first. I think we should listen to Mighty Cyrus first. Now, I should point out, this song isn't really a new song. This is actually a single from her album, Endless Summer. That's been out since February. Uh, not very summery, is it? February. But it's endless, so let's enjoy ourselves. But this song has been released for five months now on the album. And yet this week ends... As it was released, it hit number eight on the most listened to global songs on Spotify, which I think is truly, truly amazing. So let's have a listen to Miley Cyrus's brand new single, Used To Be Young. Bulletproof, there's no fooling you I don't dress the same Me and two, you say I was yesterday I've gone all separate ways Left my living fast somewhere in the past Cause that's been chasing cars Cause I used to be young My size there, used to be young Absolutely beautiful song Like, I, I generally... I know I always I don't mean generally like you know not that I oh, generally like I that was amazing like Marnie's such a talent and like I'm so glad that this year she's really got the recognition she deserves you know that absolute talent like flowers you know it's a joke on this show Sean hates me doing it but I love flowers and her song Malibu and that song's just phenomenal and you know her last biggest hits were back in 2013 with Wrecking Ball and she'd become a bit of this sort of 
I don't want to say a joke, but she become a bit of a meme. I'm so glad now she's getting her, she, you know, she's getting what she deserves to be an absolutely brilliantly talented, talented artist who's moved away from the Disney and Hannah Montana. Anyway, so let's keep the momentum going with another brand new single, again from a previous Disney star who, and I've, I've listed this, and I've listed this song as well, and I love it. Let's play another brand new single from Selena Gomez, and that is Single Soon. Should I do it on the phone? Should I leave a little note? Cause I'll be single soon. I'll be single soon. Well, who's next? Selena Gomez, single soon. And again, amazing songs. I know, I feel those, I feel both those songs, this won't be the last time you'll be hearing it. I feel they'll be in the top three next week of the Irish charts. We're speaking of which, it's time to go into number two of the Irish charts. But before we do that, we'll obviously, as you know, half four in the first hour of every single uh, week on the show, we like to bring on a local Cork artist to talk about you know, their, their, their music and their, their careers and their careers at that point and up and coming artists. And we'll be doing that after, we'll be doing that with Le Boom. We'll be talking to him uh, after half four. But first, before we do that, let's go into this week's number two of the Irish charts, which again, it's same as last week. It was from the Barbie movie, which by the way, I'm not going to talk about the Barbie movie anymore. I've decided that's not going to happen anymore. We spoke about it enough. I still haven't seen it. I'm just convinced now I'm going to go and see it during the... I'm going to go and see it when it's on TV or whenever. But it doesn't stop me from mentioning this little fact, which is the Barbie movie. We talked about last week, breaking records. Well, it's broken a record. Barbie is officially the highest grossing film at the Irish box office. It has broken Avatar's 14-year reign, and it has made currently 8,854,036 euros. That in just one and a half months, that much money. It has outbeaten Titanic, is outbeaten Avatar, is outbeaten all the films you could think of. Barbie, Ray Supreme in Ireland. And of course, the soundtrack is also legendary. And for this week's Irish number two. Again, dominating the charts is Billy Irish of What Was I Made For? Driving down the bypass to have a laugh, it's Fast Lane with Ryan Jones and Sean Collins. Yes, you listen to Fast Lane with me, Ryan Jones, on Cork City Community Radio. It's currently 28 minutes to five. And that means one thing, and that is that we're going to bring on our weekly local artists. So we on the show like to promote and talk to local artists in Cork about their music. And this week we are joined by um, Chrissy Lynch from Le Boom. So Chrissy, how are we doing? Chrissy, we there? Okay, we seem to have an issue getting Chrissy there. Well, tell you what, let me just tell you what, while we just wait for Chrissy, why don't we just listen to another song? We'll, we'll listen to Lord by Royal while I try and reestablish connection with Chrissy. You'll listen to Cork City Community Radio. I've never seen a diamond in the flesh. Oh, 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 oh,
That's Royal There by Lords. And I think now we've actually reached our connection. I believe that our link went down for a while. That's why we lost connection. But we are joined by, again, Chrissy from the Laboom. Now, Chrissy, are you there? I'm good, yeah. I'm here. I'm ah, here. Yeah. Wonderful news. There you go. Sometimes our connection is like it's from Australia, honestly. <laughs> Speaking of Australia, Aust- these are of Australia. <laughs> Let's talk about your song, Australia, which we hopefully be talk about throughout the show. So tell me a bit about that song, first of all. Yeah, um... So that, that song came out about well, it came out in May um, after a kind of a it had a bit of a moment on on TikTok. It kind of you know someone basically was at one of our little secret raves mm-hmm. and stuck a video of it up on TikTok and it went viral. So that kind of spurred us on to kind of get it out. So we we released that in May and I guess it's a song about about well so it's. I wrote, wrote the music and then my brother wrote the words and um, I guess the words are kind of about, basically about friends just, you know, trying to organise a five-a-side and then not being able to because all your mates are in Australia. So I guess yeah. it's just that kind of, um, yeah, about, about friends moving to Australia, really. Oh, yeah, because like, cause so with the TikTok, did it, um, so was it just a part of your gig film live? Did it become a sound or anything like that with the viral list? No, um, so we were putting on these, uh, secret raves like kind of you know kind of small locations and kind of or sorry secret locations in kind of small little di- different places but um basically yeah someone we were kind of using those raves as a way of kind of like trying out new stuff and so for about two months we were kind of playing that song out live um, and then I guess yeah someone just filmed it on their phone and then put it up and then then it went viral and then we, we asked them to send us that video and then we put it up or Andy put up the the same video and then it went viral again. So then that was um yeah, that was it kind of that's how it yeah, so it didn't actually come out then until about four weeks later we kind of turned around the release on it pretty quickly. And what... um, and now it's actually gonna be re released. <laughs> oh. Um yeah, so it's gonna actually be re released next month. Okay. Um on on a label, but um yeah, and then that's a kind of a, a bigger release on us then, you know. Yeah, because I can see here, because you talk about these secret rays here, but did you have, was one of these secret rays at Electric Picnic? Um, yeah, that would have been one of them, yeah. That was back, like, obviously a year ago. Now, I think Electric, yeah, Electric is next again. Um, so, yeah, it was last year. We So we had been doing some of those raves, and then, yeah, then we we were playing Electric Picnic anyway. We were playing, like, we had a proper show on, I don't know what night it was, probably I think it was like Sunday night or something. So we got down and we were like, let's get down kind of early and, and maybe do something one of the other nights mm. where we don't announce it. Um, it wasn't on the lineup, it was, wasn't on anything. And then about three hours before the show, oh yeah, we got people to sign up to a link. Um, and then about three hours before the show, or not even, maybe about two hours before the show, um, yeah, we just kind of put the word out via an email and then also Let Your Picnic pushed it out on the app as well. And then I suppose, yeah, word got out. But I guess like at a festival, you know, phones are kind of, you know, people don't really have phones. Well, you know, they might, but they're yeah. kind of in and out of coverage and stuff and batteries and all that. But uh, so there was that kind of, it was a good moment of not really knowing if there was going to be anyone there. You know, it was also like absolutely lashing rain. So, um, but yeah, we, they all turned up. It was about it was three in the morning, I think, somewhere in the woods. And uh yeah, the place was absolutely jammed. Like, you know, it was, it was incredible. Yeah. So how do you think of, like, these ideas? Like, all these ideas are quite, like, they're quite outside the box, sort of thinking, quite unique sort of ideas, especially, like, you know, how do you sort of think of these? Yeah, I guess the, um, 
I think, like, I mean, the, initially the secret rave thing kind of just came about purely through. I mean, we so we were doing our own show in, and um, we were booked to do our own show in, in the Olympia in Dublin, um, last December, mm-hmm. and as a result, we kind of like the agreement with the promoter was that we wouldn't play in Dublin for about six months before it. So we wanted to play though, you know, because I think at the heart of what we're doing, what we just love doing is playing live and, you know, the, the four of us just, we'd be doing it at home anyway, you know, so it's just class to be able to do it in front of a crowd. So we were kind of like looking for ways of getting, of playing, you know, playing shows without kind of breaking our contract. So we started kind of doing this kind of under different names and this yeah. kind of stuff. And I suppose the, the thing kind of caught, you know, kind of um, got a bit of momentum then around, you know, people kind of were looking out for these kind of, we were calling them innocent chap raves or, you know, or kind of giving it a different name or whatever. And then I suppose people, yeah, it was kind of became a thing that if you knew about them, you knew about them. And um, yeah, it became amazing crack. And then I suppose after we played the Olympia show, we decided to actually do a little tour around Ireland of these, Small, we called it like a small room tour, but it was all kind of venues that were about maybe 200, 300 cap. Um, and then, yeah, it was great fun. Um, so, yeah, I think the really exciting part about it is that we kind of, we set them up differently. So we play in the middle of the room and let the crowd kind of, the crowd are around us like 360. So it's just a lovely energy and vibe. It really feels like, it's more like playing at a gas party rather than, yeah. you know, it doesn't feel like a, you know, a kind of a stage and audience show, you know, it just feels more like a, yeah, just a party really. And it was, it was as part of those that we were like able to try out new stuff and it was kind of like less pressure. So that's where we started trying out the, all the new tunes and the new tunes with Andy. And it was, that's kind of what, yeah, that's where everything kind of changed then. It was when Andy came on board with the spoken word stuff, which we, we didn't really know if that would really land or go down well, but it seemed to be going down really well at the raves. And I suppose that's where Australia came from then. Yeah. And how would you, so like, how, so for people who listen who probably haven't heard of yourself yeah. before, what, how would you describe your, your music? Because it sounds quite unique, what you're sort of describing to me now. How do you describe yourself? Yeah. Um, I think it's probably, I mean, it's, it's dance music, definitely. So it's very high energy. Um, and then I suppose, I mean, I suppose Australia, out of the out of the set that we do, Australia is definitely our most chilled out one, you know. Yeah. But I guess um, it's quite high energy and it's quite ravey, as in like, you know, we kind of definitely, you know, use sounds from the 90s and stuff like that. And then I suppose, yeah, there's probably a lot of nostalgia in it as well. Like, I suppose, it's, I don't know, I guess that's, that's what we aim for anyway. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't come across, but uh, it's, it's it's great fun playing that, yeah. Yeah, and where does the name Le Boom come from? Because when my producer first booked um, yourselves, I was like, is this a French act? What we book? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, Le Boom, it's, yeah, it was, you see, the act started a good few years ago, but see, like the current Le Boom is only about just old, just under 18 months old. But I guess there was, I was playing as Le Boom when I was living in New York and when I was over there, I kind of just needed a really quick name for a show I was doing. I didn't really know what it was, and there was just a speaker there in the in the venue called. It just had a Laboom written on, it, so I just kind of took that took that name. But um, there was no great talk on into it to be honest. And now it's just stuck, and I'm kind of yeah. Now everywhere we go, so when we go to Paris to play shows in Paris, but like people think we are French, you know, when we arrive in places. So it's 
gets a little bit confusing, but uh, no, I think people are kind of getting their heads around it now. Yeah, I'd love that. Like, if I should pick my name now, just when first I'm looking out, so I'd be called Le Can of Monster. It's my <laughs> DJ name. So, obviously, <laughs> so we see how you sort of yeah. form. So, so you, do, so you start off by yourself, but then eventually you brought on, because um, you, you're, like you're now like a double act, aren't you? So you brought on Andy and... Yeah, well, yeah, so I was doing it myself at the beginning. Then I had myself and another girl. Um, so it was it was like a duo for a while. Um, and then that was kind of pre-pandemic. Mm. And then took a break from it all and kind of came back then. And now I suppose really in the writing, it's myself and Andy who writes. And and then I suppose we play live then, the four of us. So there's a it's a four-piece when we play live, a four-piece band. Um, yeah, myself, Andy, and then Peter, who plays synths and electronics, and then Finn, who plays percussion. Yeah, perfect. And like, so when, because obviously I've seen here, because you said you mentioned you you performed quite a bit. Like, what's the difference between like an Irish audience and an American audience you play for? Um, well, I guess I, I don't know. I mean, I think the there's a great. I think we always say this, like especially like when we go to like. Like say our next show now is in Spain, um, we always say like, you know, when you get to these places, you're like, you know, tickets are cheaper for the gigs, the, mm. you know, the weather's better. Often the lineups are are made and all that. And we're always like, why do people from Ireland not just leave, you know, and go to these, go to Primavera and go to all these festivals away? And I think the real real answer is just the crack. You know, you just even though the weather is crafts at the Irish ones that's been pretty expensive to go to compared to the European ones you know all that stuff but you just cannot cannot beat the Irish audiences and just the I, I genuinely genuinely there's just a different buzz at the Irish festival because we even did the UK ones we did Latitude Be Herder all you know Secret Garden Party all those this year and they're amazing there's so much crack and definitely like UK ones are the closest we, we get to it but there's just honestly something special and different about the Irish ones, and it's so and I think it is just down to, it's I don't know, it's just a different giddiness about the about the Irish ones that's just not there in the in the European ones, you know. Yeah, and for yourself, what's been your personal career highlights? I see you've been going for a few years now. So, what's your career sort of highlight? Um. Well, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the I mean, it was amazing um, to to sell out the Olympia in Dublin that was like because it's kind of an iconic venue and that was amazing and I think our next show that we're about to announce will be my biggest highlight and just in terms of capacity and just such a big space but um I don't know I can I kind of think I really do enjoy every show and I do really enjoy every single part of it and like it's it's amazing to be working with my brother that's kind of a you know it's pretty new to me and we're loving it and I guess the achievement, maybe, I don't know, it's probably more about just the amount of crack we're having as the four of us going around the place. I think that's that's definitely the most exciting, best part of it all. Um, and it's lovely to have it at a stage where we can do this and and make it work, you know. And finally, and finally, just where where are you playing next? And you're like sort of anywhere, you, anywhere local to Cork you're playing next or anywhere you want to sort of... No, we've got no... We've got one big Dublin one that's coming up, and I can't unfortunately say that one. It hasn't been announced yet. Yeah. Um. And then I think I think next again we're flying to we're flying to Malaga and stuff like that. But that's that's a bit of a step away from Cork. But um, 
yeah, we're away in, in Europe for the next little while and then yeah, we will we are going to announce Irish dates but mm. I don't I, I can't actually announce them yet because uh, they're not all stories yet. But uh, we will, we'll get down to Cork for sure. We haven't played in Cork in ages. Their last one was in Cyprus. We haven't played there in a while, so it'll be good to get back. I know it might ruin the whole mystique of it all, but like with the secret raids, will you still be doing secret raids? And if people want to get involved in them, how would they get involved in them? Yeah, like the best way is we on our Instagram page, we have like, we have a little link there um, and that brings you through where you can give, give us your email address and stuff like that and put in your city. And then when we're down in Cork next, if we're doing something like that, we'll we'll throw you an email. You know, that's the best way. So if want it, like we're at We Are Laboom, um, on Instagram, um, and then you'll find out all the crack there. Oh, that's powerful. Well, thank you very much for your, for, for your time. Thanks for talking to us today. Thank you. Thanks so thank much. Thank you very much. Cheers. And that's the boom there with Chrissy. And again, if you want to get involved, you can go to his Instagram and obviously listen. There's, it sounds like there'll be some exciting things happening, new music, um, secret shows, a lot of a lot of great little secrets. But anyway, let's now go into a song that's actually been in my playlist for quite a while. And every week I've skipped it, but this week we're going to give it a little play. And that is a number one hit from 2012. And that is Go Check with Somebody I Used to Know. It's coming 11 minutes to 5. Now and I think of when we were together Like when you said you felt so happy Kimbro, somebody I used to know. Was it me? Was that quite a clubby version? A bit of a, a bit of a remix there. I didn't realise that. And I also just want to point out, by the way, um, behind me, um, obviously outside the studio, there's some roadworks going on. And as that sort of very clubby somebody used to know B was happening, there was somebody drilling and emptying out, um, you, you know, like stuff from a dump truck. And it's sort of Fit the vibe was really good. It was a bit like, dor, 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 dor. it's quite nice. Anyway, you're listening to Cork City Community Radio with me, Brian Jones. And earlier on the show, I asked you about times you want you put your foot in it. We played the Tommy um, Bowen, you know, the, the 10 siblings. We played that. I talked about a time where I said to somebody, uh, a decor looked very tacky. And actually, they told me they recommend that their son's um, bedroom is decorated the same way. And we have got a few of your texts in about this. I will start with my own mother. She texted me in saying she was working at Top Man back in the 80s and she was at a village fete uh, where she saw one of, uh, and she was with a few of her dad's friends and she saw a guy at, at the fete and said, oh my God, over there. She points at a man and said, that's the worst shoplifter in, in you know, the place. It's the worst shoplifter in Top Man. One of my dad's friends turned around and said, what, the guy in the blonde, the blonde guy in the red top, to which mum said yes. And he goes, that's my brother. She wanted the ground to swallow her up. There you go. Can you top accusing someone's brother of being the worst shoplifter in Top Man? Please let us know on 085-124-1616. It's 085-124-1616. Also, mum sent me a text earlier on that said, this is the beginning of the show about quarter past four, which she said, I remember dad and I saw the new millennium in with a cup of tea and a baker sandwich. And I don't know what that's context to. I have, I don't, I've, I've forgotten something I've asked throughout the show or something I've mentioned, or mum just wants to tell me that 
for the nine, 1999 New Year's Eve, Dad, Mum and Dad just eating baker sandwiches and having a cup of tea. I have no idea. Please let me know what that's in relation to, Mum, because I've actually generally forgotten. Anyway, it's now time, I feel, to do we're, we're gonna We're going to squeeze in a quick little song actually before we go into our number one and we're gonna do this very quickly so as i mentioned earlier on the hour there have been many artists releasing new singles and ariana grande now here's the thing ariana grande i said last friday was releasing brand new music it turns out she wasn't releasing brand new music she's re-releasing re-records of her first album um from 10 years ago it's a 10-year anniversary and she's re-released a song called daydreaming and it's called live in london so let's have a quick listen to ariana grande daydreaming live in london you walked in caught my attention i've never seen daydreaming there Ariana Grande, a re-release song from 10 years ago. Not a brand new single, but still a nice version of Live in London. And speaking of Live in London, anyway, uh, someone just texted in to say about the um, about the Tommy Bowen, obviously, that video uh, that went viral in Ireland, you know, the 10 siblings. They've actually texted in and saying, hey, Ryan, as a, obviously, as a Brit yourself, this is probably going to be on par with that that viral moment will be on par with the Chris Kamara red card. Yes, that viral video. And I've just found that. So for those who don't remember the Chris Kamara red card, this is an absolute classic. And we're off to Fratton Park where there's been a red card, but for who, Chris Kamara? I don't know, Jeff, has it? I must have missed that. Red card. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> have you not been watching? I haven't. I don't know where that's come from, Chris. I have no idea what has happened there. What's happened, Chris? Uh, I don't know, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The rain must have got in my eyes, Jeff. Chris, Chris, let me tell you, according, according to our sources, Anthony Van Den Boer has been sent off for a second bookable offence. Get, get your fingers oh, out and count up the number of Portsmouth players who are on the field. No, you're right. I saw him go off, but I thought they were bringing a sub on, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Chris Kamal. Absolutely famous. That is, like, I still laugh. That's 10 years old, by the way, and that is very funny. Also, by the way, I just want to point out, we've solved the mystery of why Mum texted me about the new millennium, because we're talking about nostalgia, which we will be doing in the second hour, which we've now approached. We're in the second hour of the show. It's just gone five o'clock. But first, we must play this week's number one hit. And, of course... It's from the Barbie movie, it's Jewel Leaper, it's Dance Night Away, and afterwards we're going to go straight into Weird News. Driving down the bypass to have a laugh, it's Fast Lane with Ryan Jones and Sean Collins. You've heard the real news. Now it's time for the Weird News on Cork City Community Radio. Yes, it's time for Weird News, the weekly segment. We go through the weird news stories of the week. 
And I found a couple to go through. So first of all, let's have a nice little weird news story. A nice little short, nice little lovely one. Makes you feel all warm and fuzzy when you listen to it. And that is, a baby squirrel was adopted by some hens in Scotland. So basically the story is pretty self-explanatory. I've read for it to be honest with you. A baby squirrel had gotten into a chicken coop. Hen coop? Hen chicken coop. Is it chicken coop or hen coop? I don't know much about a chicken boys or girls. Hens or girls? Are chickens boys? What the perms are chicken? I don't know actually. I don't know. I don't know why I'm going to get into this. It doesn't matter. Anyway, the point is, these hens have adopted a baby squirrel. So the baby squirrel has gone to the hen pen. Hen pen. That sounds better. Hen pen. It's gone into the hen pen, and they are now. It is now a chicken. It's going to be. I feel this squirrel will grow up and become a chicken. It'll be like the, is it Tarzan or Jungle Book? Is it, you know, when animals adopt him and he becomes, you know, part of the wild? It'll be the squirrel hen, the squirrel hen. It'll be climbing trees and laying eggs and going to KFC. I don't, I don't know. But that's a lovely little news story, isn't it? In weird news with the, I'll be honest, there's not much weird news this week. I'll be very honest with you. There is another news story. I do want to actually quickly talk about that I've seen in the weird news. And that is, do you remember a viral moment from about 2006? Do you remember um, Do you remember the BBC interviewed a guy on air by accident? So basically, a guy called Mr. Goma went to the BBC for a job interview. He went for a job interview there to work there. And instead, they thought he was a tech expert and brought him live on BBC News to talk about technology. Now, have you ever seen the video... If you watch it, you see the moment he realises the mistake. But instead of just saying, oh, no, I'm not your interview, he, he he blanks his way through it and becomes an instant viral success. Back in 2006, before viral was a thing. Well, apparently, he's now suing the BBC over lack of royalties. So the BBC and other companies have been playing this clip and absolutely milking it. And he's just suing them over it. He wants compensation. He wants money. He says that, you know, they've made profit and he wants a share of that, which I think is quite fair, to be fair. And he should get that, you know. So let me know what you think on that. Do you remember that clip? Let me know on 085 124 1616. That's 085 124 1616. And you still be messaging me in about times you want the ground to swallow up. So I'll quickly read a couple of them out. So we've got one here that says, I was once in a pub with a friend and a friend of a friend's and a few friends of friends. As they got out, as we walked out of the pub, I saw that a courser with a flame on the side of it. I started saying how awful that looks and how tacky it is. At that point, my friend's friend turned to me and goes, oh, that's actually my car. I wanted the ground to swallow me up. There you go. And another one here, same as my situation, says that I was um, moaning once at a furniture shop about this, a, a corner sofa looks horrible and tacky. To the point where the my my um felt my co-worker told me that is the sofa they have at home themselves. So keep them coming in on 085-124-1616. That's 085-124-1616. Now, before we go into viral news, I think we should play a song from one of my favourite artists who actually recently have released a musical on Amazon Prime called The Greatest Day. Yes, you're going to know what artist it is. And hopefully, Siobhan might want to talk about it later on. Let's hope. But first, I'm going to play a song from my favourite band. I can't believe I haven't played it. I can't haven't played one of their songs throughout this whole duration of this show of this show existing on Fastlane. But we're now going to listen to Take That with Cry. Ah! 
I've been drowning in the river Try to soothe my soul Take me under, take me deeper Take that with Cry. And one of their less known songs, but I think Gem Lee is a very brilliant, iconic song. Anyway, I think it's time to go into viral news. Welcome to the internet. Have a look around. It's time to look at this week's Fastlane viral internet news. Yes, this is viral news where I scour the internet to find viral news stories. Now, we have a few clips I want to talk about this week. Obviously, we've talked a bit about Viola already with the Chris Kumar as well as the, you know, the, the, the Tommy Bow. I, I don't know if I'm saying his name right. I feel it's Tommy Bow. I keep saying Bowen. I feel it's Bow. Anyway, so I want to play a first one, which is quite a funny video that I've been debating whether to play, but I do think it's quite a funny one because obviously with the present election in the US heating up and, you know, it's going to happen next year, and there's been a lot of stories on it. You know, could it be again Joe Biden? Could it be Donald Trump? Well, what about if the new president of America was Winnie the Pooh? Yes, Winnie the Pooh become president of America. Well, somebody has done a little sketch to say, could this happen? All right, congrats on your first day, Mr. President. How did I get here? Oh, we just skipped the election and everyone just unanimously agreed you should be in charge. I don't remember running. They just like you that much, sir. Oh, well, thank you, I suppose. But because of that, I'm going to list off some uh, major issues and you're to give me your opinion. All right, that seems reasonable. Firstly, Big Pharma. That sounds pretty good. What? I mean, if you have a bigger farm, you can fit more animals in there. That sounds good. Sir, it's short for pharmaceutical. Well, if we're going to make the farm a suit, then I say we get a tailor. Why does it need a suit, though? Sir, that's... Also, did you mean to say nickel instead of ickle? Because I, I can give it a nickel if it wants. We'll, we'll get back to this. All right, next issue. Separation of church and state. Oh, dear. I'm very sorry to hear their marriage didn't work out. Church and state are concepts, not people, sir. I'm not sure what a concept is, but I still feel bad for them. S sir, please. Oh, bother. Now we're just in a sad mood. Can we go to the next one, please? All right, the current war. There's a war going on. Correct. Do you have any battle tactics? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't even know all the presidents yet. I don't know if I could qualified for this. Well, I, I doubt they're going to give you time to learn, sir. I President Pooh, I just got off the phone with the enemy war generals. They said they're willing to put the war on hold until you learn all the presidents, because they really like you. Oh, uh, send them my regards, uh, Secretary Rabbit. Will do, sir. Well, all right, I guess we can do this ahead of time. Uh, who is this? I believe that's a George Washing machine, correct? N no, but you're getting close, buddy. Well, thank you. No problem. There we go, President Pooh for 2024. A little funny sketch there. It's all on TikTok. It's really, it's really quite, they do quite a few. He's president of the world. He owns a honey store. Uh, he owns a company. It's good. You should definitely, you'll follow him on TikTok. Anyway, so he's been following TikTok. And actually, because the leaving certs has become a bit viral um, about people celebrating the leaving cert results, it's literally a clip where people go, it's a meme that goes, more passion, more energy. Uh, you, if you're on TikTok, you'll know it goes, more passion, more energy, more footwork. More footwork. If you know it, you'll you'll know it. But anyway, so I found a club remix of that, which I'm going to play out now. Hey, Energy, more energy, more energy, more energy, 
club remix there and that, that's and that's gone viral recently on tiktok so you know you can enjoy that there you, you're probably seeing the clips let me know if you've seen them or you're seeing more viral stuff you want me to talk about let me know on 085 124 1616 that's 085 124 1616 uh, speaking of clubbing i actually am going to play my nostalgia song next before we go into nostalgic 2000 moments and the style song i want to play is a song i'm very nostalgic on because i work at the moment in a hotel with loads of 18 year olds and we're talking about going to clubs now talk about the club and music they listen to and i'll tell them about this song that to me is the ultimate club music so when you walk to a nightclub you would hear this music every dj has it and they hadn't heard of it and it really upset me so I'm going to play it now and tell me if you remember this. Please text me on 085-124-1616. That's 085-124-1616. It's currently quarter past five and we're going to play a nostalgic club song that I hope still exists. It's Usher and it's called Yeah. Peace up. Peace A-Town. Up. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. They say Yeah, 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 that's Usher. Nostalgic club song for my youth. My mum just texted me there and just said, basically, yeah, Ryan, club music does change throughout the years. It adapts. I feel like it's been called a granddad by my own mother. I don't know how to take that. Anyway, a little bit of nostalgia there from the 2000s. And anyway, we were teasing it throughout the show about nostalgia from the 2000s. And I feel now I've got to talk about it because I promised it. So anyway, I saw this article recently saying that the 2000s are considered some of the most nostalgic of the year, of, of the years, uh, more than the 60s, 70s, 80s and 90s now. Now, first of all, I do want to put my foot in this. I, I do want to talk about this a little bit, about musicians in particular, as this is like a new music show. So last night, when I was prepping for the show, um, I like to I like to prep the show and have a bit of background noise behind me. And I was sitting and um, listening to Netflix and I just put on whatever was on that I could just not pay attention to. So I put on the Michael Jackson, This Is It documentary. You know, the, the final rehearsals before he died, that documentary they put of him rehearsing. And listen, I know we have people have opinions on Michael Jackson. People have opinions on his personal life, certain allegations, all that sort of stuff. But he's one of my favorite artists. And I watched that, you know, that, that documentary. And he's a musician from the 80s and 90s and he is phenomenal and it made me think do we have a talent like michael jackson do we have that now is there any artists we can look at now and say this is the new michael jackson or this is the talent i do think taylor swift's getting there i also think ed sheeran music writing wise could get there as well but then it made me think of other nostalgia from the 2000s. So I found a couple of articles to remember. So things I remember, first of all, from the 2000s is Yu-Gi-Oh cards, Beyblades, Digimon, Pokemon. Even though Pokemon still is now, but it was massive in the, in the 2000s. Uh, I remember our fad at school was Yu-Gi-Oh cards and Beyblades. They were a massive fad, you know. But I found an article about other things. There was, you know myspace friends you know you had to put in myspace friends i remember that your top 10 my i actually didn't have myspace funny enough i got facebook never had myspace but i knew the top 10 friends was a big deal if you were in the top 10 friends 
That was the ultimate insult. I also remember as well MSN, where in your personal bio, you'd put in who you had a crush on. So if you were going out, if you were 14, you had a girlfriend. If you didn't put, you know, you know, Debbie with five hearts, you, that was sacrilege. You know, there was also text talk. Do you remember text talk when we had to save money? We had to do things like BRB and G2G and all that stuff. Text talk, save money on the characters. Uh, you know, it was before Twitter was cool. Uh, other nostalgic things are Scooby Doo's. Do you remember this? Uh, do you remember the little tiny make your own keychains? They were called Scoobies. They were a big fad. You know, there's just loads of fads I remember from this. Just going through this article now. You know, there was flicking. I don't remember that flicking the band, but there was just loads. But anyway, so let me know your nostalgic moments from the 2000s. I've just named a few of mine. But and is 2000s a very nostalgic year? Will we look back at it and say that was a great decade? You know, let me know on 085-124-1616. That's 085-124-1616. You can text or WhatsApp me there. Now, let's play a very nostalgic song from the 2000s as well. We're going to play a few in a row. And we're going to play now, I think, the ultimate 2000s, turn the millennium song. And that has to be, it has to be Destiny Child with Survivor. <laughs> You're listening to Cork City Community Radio. 23 minutes past five. Now that you're out of my life, I'm so much better, not gonna stop. I'm gonna work harder, I'm a survivor. I'm gonna make it, I will survive. Keep on surviving. Jesse Child with Survivor, a very nostalgic 2000 song. And I'm going to quick fire a few more nostalgia things I've just seen. So, RuneScape. Yes, I remember RuneScape when you went on and made friends. I used to play a game called Tribal Wars as well. That was really quite good. But RuneScape was, was great, you know, until you just constantly got killed and bullied online, um, you know, with, with axes. It was very bad. You know, um, LimeWire, again, yeah, I remember downloading stuff on LimeWire. Yeah, that, um, I reckon that gave my computer a few viruses. So I apologize 20 years ago for that family. Uh, big, big back TVs. Yeah, I remember the, oh, the big back TVs, really heavy. I, they were now, I reckon now there are generations of people who don't remember big back TVs and only remember the flat screens uh i actually remember talking to my you know you know my normal regular co-host sean about this and he was talking to me about how he doesn't really know a world beyond wireless hoovers because he always had a wireless hoover you know stuff like that uh smelly pens yeah i remember smelly pens they they were pointless because they were just colored pens but they smelled nice so everyone liked them anyway let's go into another nostalgia 2000s artist and actually a few of my friends in the uk have seen him live recently because he's been touring and I feel he's the ultimate 2000s nostalgia, but he's still a great artist. We played a little bit of, you know, someone he was associated with earlier on. But we're going to play now a little bit of the ultimate 2000s nostalgia. It's Robbie Williams with Feel. <laughs> Coming down the bypass to have a laugh, it's Fast Lane with Ryan and Sean. 
Yes, you're listening to Fast Lane with me, Ryan Jones. It is currently 28 minutes to six, and it is the last Monday of the month, which means one thing, one thing only. It's time to talk to Cork Macra this month about what they've got coming up. Now, we've been to Ashton O'Keefe before, who was the past Cork Macra chair, but from the last interview we did, as you would know, she has passed on the mantle. She has passed over to a new committee, and joining us is the PRO of the new committee is Emma Hurley. Hello, uh, Emma. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Ryan. How are you? I'm good, thank you. So, first of all, let's talk about, you know, the new committee. So, who is now all filling all the positions? So, our new chairperson is from Dunhamore Mocker, and that's Jim Healy. Um, we, our treasurer is Selena from Kinsale. Um, our secretary is Kate, and she's in Calgary. And our young family development officer is in and I'm from area. Oh, perfect. So first of all, let's just talk about the, how does the AGM go? Because last time we, we, it was the 24th of July, I know that, because we were speaking to Emma at the time as it was happening that night. So how did the AGM go for you all? Um, it, was my, it was only my second account the AGM. I went last year out of curiosity and then it was actually so enjoyable to meet people from the other regions because Cork is so big you don't get to meet everyone that often. So I went down last year with curiosity, and this year I went to Waterfall, and knowing that I, that, um, it was going to be interesting, and I was going to meet people, and that's all I wanted. There was a good crowd at it, and um, like, it was brilliant to see how, you know, get to know some of the new committees before we started, and it was fun. And we had to go and just meet everyone again. Because we're all so thrilled. And, and how, um, sure. Oh, sorry. No, but so, so first of all, how, how do you get into Macro in the first place yourself? Because obviously you're part of a, 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 obviously a club, uh, a, you know, a regional club first, and then went to the Cork Macro itself. So how do you? How long have you been in Macro as a whole for? I've been in Macro now for six years. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, six years as well. Um, I went to a Malcolm event with my fiance uh, and the first person I met coming at the door was the chairperson of my own club, Danny Aura. And I signed up on the night because I had such a good night. And I've been involved at club and region and, and now county since I was over. I love meeting people and getting to try new things. But I've met like, even in my own club, I never would have been a chairperson if I hadn't built up my confidence to being a Macro member. Yeah, well that, that's a common theme we, we hear in Macro, because obviously John Martin, who was a um, you know co-host last month, he was telling us that was the same situation for him. I know loads, I used to be inclined Macro myself, so I know that is the situation. It's nice that that is the situation with, with, with a Macro club. That seems to be the main thing to build up people's confidence. It is, and even like, I just love any opportunity to meet people, and when I saw NPRO was actually the only role that Definitely. So, so how, so with with that, so what's coming up then this month for Cork Macra? So at the end of September, 
and Curtis Holmes and Malcolm have organized or a bonus tour in Cork. However, we have four bonus organized, and we'll be um, going around Cork Harbour and we'll be stopping off in a few places. We're stopping in Ada and Whitegate, and we'll go on just do a bit of exploring and come back into Cove and like this, and then we'll all head back into Cork and just have a bit of a social night after. That's a perfect. It's, a, it's something I've never done before is that I've never been on a rig boat, to be honest. But, you know, I think a lot of people are the same, and that's actually what brought a lot of people into the event. So I look forward out to seeing who goes and how, what, what the experience would be like being in a boat on a busy harbour. Yeah, no, it's all about new experiences there. Um, So with, like, that's, stuff coming up... That's all I'm offering about, like, trying new things and knowing you're in a safe environment to do so. Yeah. No, that's definitely the case. And with do you and do you have you heard any whispers about any capers or the drama competitions or anything like that coming up soon? Um I've got my head, you know, I have the case up. We have the case. But we'll be tipping away to our down over the next way. We'll just get our first event out done first and just try and get people Back in Bogle Park County, we'll be doing the capers in November or December, I think. Drama is in March, and we'll have, and we'll probably have plenty of socialising between And whatever the other regions are organising, we'll try and get to as well ourselves. That's Just to support one another. That's great. And like always, how if anybody's listening and wants to get involved, how would they get involved with Cork Macro this month? So I've actually had a few people on to me already, so if they contact myself on the social media pages for Cork County Mocra on Facebook and Instagram, um, I can I can figure out where their nearest club is and send them that direction. Like, it's the great in my role as well that I can actually be a starting point for new Mocra leaders. Mm. So that's, that's why I'm saying now is, like, instead of trying to Google where your nearest club is, just come to me and I'll, I'll know straight away because I know a lot of the clubs in New York. Oh, that's perfect. Well, thank you very much, Evan, for, for, giving, for giving us your time and we'll talk to yourself or Bill next month. Perfect. Thanks so much. Well, thanks very much. That's Emma That's Emma Hurley there, the new PRO of Mark Crane. Again, if you want to get involved, get invo- talk to their socials and listen do you want to go on a Do you want to go on a boat? Give it a go. Do you want to go join Capers? For those, oh, by the way, for those who don't know what Capers is, Capers is a variety competition where, if you're a musician or a singer or a dancer or an actor, or you just want to have a bit of fun, have a bit of a laugh, definitely get involved. Find a local micro club, and they put together a twenty-minute variety set. It's really fun. I did it once. I got to the finals. It was a really good weekend away. Definitely worth doing. So please get involved. And speaking of local amazing artists. Uh, we are now going to listen to a little bit of Kendall Moody with Scars of My Heart. Summer's gone so fast, I'm losing people I never had. But in the bottom of a glass lies hope. Just Driving down the bypass to have a laugh, it's Fast Lane with Ryan Jones and Sean Collins. Demi Vato there, Heart Attack, the rock version. I mentioned it earlier on, Demi Vato will be releasing a new album 
in two weeks playing rock versions of her songs, which is going to be, again, as I said before, this week we've had Marty Cyrus, Selena Gomez, Praxi Demi Lovato, and Ariana Grande releasing brand new music. It's like, honestly, a 15-year-old me is screaming right now. And it's sure, it's like a teenage dream right now, isn't it? Oh, it definitely is. Did you see that Ariana Grande is releasing new music? Well, no, so this is, uh, I saw about it on the show. This is where I got a bit confused with it. So it's not new yeah. music. It's a re-release of songs 10 years ago she's doing with a live orchestra in London or something. I yes. played it on the show uh, about it, but it's, it's, it's new. It's newish, isn't it? Yeah. So speaking of newish, Siobhan, what's, been go- what's on TV this week? Ooh, let's see. So starting off with, the lovely Netflix. I recently watched their newest movie. What on earth did I just say there? Sorry. <laughs> I watched their newest movie. Um, You're so not invited to my bat mitzvah. Originally, I wasn't going to watch it, but the more I saw promos, when I was like, you know what? Add it to the list and watch it. And I watched it literally on the release day. Really enjoyed it. A bit cringe, obviously, because it's a whole different generation of teenagers and I was on and I was a teen in the 2010s but yeah really enjoyable it stars Adam Sandler's two daughters and it's just really good really enjoyable definitely worth the watch I think oh yeah I've seen yeah I've seen it advertised and I was like oh yeah no I might give that a go sort of thing and then you know obviously there's I actually, I actually tell you what I was watching this week on Disney. Actually, it was the Ahsoka again, a Star Wars, obviously classic. Uh, it's actually quite good. Like I think this one might be good. They've had a few hit and misses with Star Wars show. I think this one might be good. Starting off good, anyway. Do you think it's going to be better than the Mandalorian season three? Because I've I've heard mixed things about the Mandalorian season three, and I've only watched the first two seasons. It uh, it was quite hit and miss, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like, it, it, it was weird because its whole story arc based around trying to sort out the baby Yoda, and then they did. And then in one of the shows, which not many people watched, they fixed that plot point. So it got a bit complicated. I think that's what people had the issue with. It was too complicated, and it felt, well, what? He's just sort of wandering around now. And people, and it's like anything, people don't like story with no narrative. That's, that's the issue with Star Wars as well. People don't like it if you mess with the continuity and you have no narrative. And that's where the issue is. Now, hopefully the Soka show, they're going to fix some of those issues there. So we'll just have to watch and see. No, of course, because I literally was like, for the longest time, I was like, do I want to go into season three or not? But then I was like, mm, I need a moment. I need, I need, I need a moment here to take a break and then I'll go back to it eventually. Yeah, no, definitely. So anyway, so anything else on Disney Plus you'd be recommending bar the Ahsoka, obviously what I've recommended, the, the Ahsoka show? Um, you can watch the sequel movie Vacation Vacation Friends 2 starring John Cena. Ooh, what's, what's going on there then? Another another holiday? I'm, and basically another holiday movie. I haven't even watched the first one. It's on the list, but I was like, I was like, what is this movie? Like, what is this about? So I yeah. need to, like, really, like, see if the first one is any good. Because I'm kind of surprised that there was a sequel. I was like, oh, this this movie has a sequel. Okay, that's interesting. This must be good. 
Yeah, and I've also seen on Netflix, Derry Girls is the season three, which is weird because didn't they put season two on there? Then they took off season two of Derry Girls. Yeah, and it's very confusing because I think what it is is that, as far as I know, I think America usually gets like Derry Girls, like they'll get the series before we do and only way we can watch it is if we watch it on Channel 4. Yeah. But they've added all all three seasons are on there. I recently had like a rewatch of all three seasons and it's just I just love it. Like it's it's Dairy Girls is the ultimate comfort show. Like I could just from watching like episodes, especially the first two seasons, I was like I could recognise like right away what each episode was going to be about. Mm. And I was like, Oh, I know what this episode is just from like the opening scene. Yeah. Because it was season three, but they do tackle quite serious topics in season three. Definitely in the end of the episodes. Obviously, I don't want to spoil it if people haven't seen it, but it tackles some very serious topics, actually, near the end. They re- they do. Yeah. They really do. Which is good, really. I like when comedies do that, when they actually tackle something No, that's... of course. Yeah. It is like, yes, like this show like is a comedy, but it was set at a time where the troubles were still going on, and it, they weren't just going to, like, they weren't. They were never going to shy away from it, mm. which I thought was really good. Yeah, and also now on to Amazon. Now, before we go into the Amazon recommendations, have you ever watched a show called Modern Love? It's on, on my watch list. I've heard of it. All right. Yeah, I've started getting into that a little bit. It's really quite good. It's basically just about. Um, it's one of those shows where every episode is a different cast, and it's an it's an what do they call it? An, an 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 anthology show? Is it, that's the name of it or something? Where Every week's different because the first season was all set in New York. The second season, they've done different ones, including Dublin. They, they had a story yeah, about I Dublin. I saw a clip on TikTok about I saw a clip of the Dublin one, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. Like, I'm sorry, but like, the accents are like, are like, are like, hmm, it's not bad. It's grand. It's not bad. Where's well, got. Who is it? Kit, Kit Harrison, is it? He's the Game of Thrones, Jon Snow. He's, yes. he's in it, yeah. So. No, it looks good, yeah. But like, finally, what would you recommend um, for Amazon Prime? So for Amazon Prime, I would recommend checking out the original Take That musical, Greatest Days. I definitely definitely am, because that is literally one of my favourite artists. (laughs) Of course it is. Love to say that. So I'm definitely watching that. I will we'll review it next week because I'm definitely, definitely watching that tonight. There's not even a shadow of a doubt, unless I forget. <laughs> anyway, so Siobhan, if you had to recommend one thing, if someone could watch only one thing this week, what would be the ultimate watch for the week? Ooh, so I have like two recommendations. One is a cinema release recommendation and one is a movie I just watched recently. So I would, one, recommend what? trying to make sure I have the right name of it now I would recommend The Sound of Freedom which is coming out this Friday it is a true story that is based off it's basically about a a man who dedicated his life to rescuing just a trigger warning there he rescued children from human trafficking it's all based off off a true story these this this is this is a man who actually I can't think of his exact name. I would, but this is stuff that has 
been happening recently mm. and this man has done has done a lot to help to rescue these kids and if you then want something a little bit more lighthearted, I watched Noah Bombarch's Francis Ha with Sarah's his partner Greta Gerwig and it is such oh it's such a beautiful movie. I just loved every single moment of it. Oh, Bob, we'll, def- we'll definitely put them in the wa- in, in the watch list this week. Well, thank you very much, Siobhan. We'll talk to you again You're next okay. week. Bye. And we'll pepper it with take that as well. Okay, bye. Anyway, thank you, Siobhan, there for a week review. And we'll be on to a next week. And with that, it's the end of the show. Uh, obviously, thank you very much for listening. I, I thank you for all your texts about trying to put your foot in it. I haven't got to all of them and haven't got to all the nostalgia stuff. But maybe we'll talk about it again next week. Uh, hopefully, Sean will be back with me next week. But for now, it is me, Ryan, signing off. Claire Jones is on the way. And like always, we apologise to Ava Max. We just didn't have time to get through to you this week. But we guarantee we will next week. And to end this week's show, we're going to end on a classic by Lucas Graham called Seven Years. You listen to Cork City Community Radio. You can listen to the show afterwards as it will be podcasted on Fastlane with Ryan Jones and Sean Collins. But for now, you listen to Seven Years, Lucas Graham. Once I was seven years old, my mama told me, go make yourself some friends or you'll be gone.